And we are back. Couch Company Podcast. I'm John. With me as always, Tyler. Hey, I'm, I'm still here. You're still We're here. still here. Big behind the curtain. Yeah. Still recording. Have a lovely guest again. What killed him, we ask sometimes. It's mm. Jeffrey. Mm. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, you know, I'm here. I never left, but I we I did leave. And Ooh, I came back. You did. Or yeah. what are we telling the the peeps? I think we're telling them whatever they want to hear. Okay. Which is new episode. Uh, I mean, this is is it's probably Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Double upload week. Very special. Yeah. But there's a lot going on in the gaming world, so we had to do it. Yeah. And that's what we do. We're here for the people. Split it up. I don't know how we're going to do this. This might be categorized as a bonus episode. Sure. So this is going to be episode like 122, part two. Yeah. Side B, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. side B action. I yeah. like that. Vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Vinyls are great, by the way. Might be the best way to listen to music. I, I'm starting to get into to Jeff's kind of line of thinking, because you're a big record big, guy. Yeah. Big record guy. So you, you agree with that sentiment? I 100%. Yeah. I think there's something you lose definitely when it's digital even like we have great techniques these days but yeah vinyls it, it's hard to explain well that's the it's different. I, i'm not a i'm not an audiophile i like to pretend that i like i just you're not bad man buy, you're, buy you're some good. headphones you but get more into the tech than me it's kind of the same thing with with vinyl where like so i have this dac here it technically this is a dac amp so you can plug your headphones in and listen to it but you can get those those amps with like the uh, little like little light bulbs on them, right? Then like that's for distortion. Like it's not like to make it sound better. It's just like it changes the sound. But similar how you get all like little cro- like pops and and things like that in like a record player, a little texture. I think for me it's I and I've been you know preaching this to people for a long time. It's all about the experience, and I'm I'm, I'm real big on experiences. But if you are at your computer. And have the intent on saying, I'm going to listen to this IP or EP, this album. And you sit through it track by track, how the artist intended it to be. You're going to get an experience. And that in itself, I think, is really special. However, for me, the most intimate way of (laughs) connecting with a musical artist has been to be in my living room with my... I, I do have a pretty expensive record player, some not too expensive speakers, but very highly rated speakers and putting on that record, listening to it with the intention of following the lyrics, following song by song, trying to, this sounds so preachy or like hipster, but feel something like understand that record a little bit more. And the records that I've listened to that way, I've gotten so much out of them and they're so special. And um, I'm looking at building, um, I'm never gonna buy a house, I'm gonna build. And one of the important things in my house will be to have that corner or that living area where it, it is, it's intended for music listening. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's very important. I hope that we don't lose it. Uh, even the younger folks, like I have some younger cousins who are very much into vinyl. My youngest cousin actually asked for the uh, uh, 444 Jay-Z album on vinyl for Christmas. I was like, sweet. Like, you go, man. Yeah. I have some contractors if you if you need them. <laughs> okay, they're finishing up, and then uh, yeah, you said they were great too. Yeah, dude, talk about like I, I, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things. Yeah. So when 
when you meet other people that like within your field, right? So like if you're a contractor and you're being like super perfect on whatever, it's like it shows. Like it's such a like even just walking on our stairs, the stairs that they built versus the stairs that were just still in that. Like it's night and day. Like it's laughable how incredible. And like they've done so. That I could talk a lot about how good a work they did, but I'll have to do something where maybe we do like a video walk through i think i can publish that on spotify or might just like take a little that's pretty cool little walk through you got the one you have to get on the podcast right for like the top 10 spaceships and stuff like he had yeah, some pretty lucky. good categories pirates yeah. and yeah lucky's great yep lucky man shout out to lucky i want him on i want him on i want to talk to him it's gonna be uh, that's the thing is like we got to figure out how to right now it's just it's two chairs two microphone stands and things like yeah. that so if we have, have to guest. evolve it then maybe we Try to figure out like okay like we'll do like a four person yeah thing that's our that's a capacity we'll figure right it out now. though yeah that'll be good I'm super excited for that studio it's gonna be sick the be awesome. the style comes to um, uh, Monday yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not be said yeah <laughs> that's sick um all right so we are at a special one of my favorite times of the year you know game awards we talked about hopefully you listened to our previous episode we go over the awards themselves. Um, if you haven't, you know, check that out after this. I thought it was a, it was a fun conversation. Um, and now we're going to talk about the second half of the game awards, which are the announcements. Um, and I know we were having a little discussion about this previously, but I love the format. I love seeing the awards, getting the recognition, but also getting hyped for new games, seeing trailers and announcements. I think it's such a unique take on something like the Oscars where it's just like, you know, awards. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people, this is their favorite part. They tune in just for the announcements. Um, and we talked about this too in the last episode. There was definitely a deliberate shift to cram more announcements into this year's. And Jeff was speaking to it as well. I mean, there were so many that uh, outlets couldn't even put them all on their review list. Uh, the sheer number of them. So it was interesting. But I don't know where you wanted to start the discussion. Did you do yours chronologically, Jeff? I did mine chronologically until I missed some. So I have them chronologically except for one, two. So I, I, I have four that aren't. I would say you, you should lead on. And then if okay. like you, you miss something or if something like because you said you left a few off that you just didn't there were, like, care I, about. There was much. like a driving one that. It was like the Fortnite driving game or something like that. Like oh, I left off like yeah, the Lego sure, Fortnite, sure. and um, there were some other ones like the Genshin stuff that I I left off the list here. I try to keep it to either new announcements or things that I think we would specifically care about. I did leave off the music one that I know we want to hit John with, um, <laughs> <laughs> and but again, there were so many announcements. I apologize if I missed something, um, but I do have. The majority of them. I mean, I'll follow along with you, and okay. like if something pops up here that you didn't go by, I'll shout it out. Okay. But I have to play that music game. Now. <laughs> you have Next to. Year. Yeah, it's your game. Literally, it's the it's meme me, at this point. Music. So the first game yeah. uh, that they showed, I left off my list, but I believe it was the remake of Brothers. Yep. Um, yep. I've Tale never of two sons. I've never played Brothers. I hear it's depressing. Ooh. Uh, ki- yeah, kind of. It's one of those like how depressing is like. Land Before Time or Great. like Ooh. Bambi Very. or, you Very. know, like it's like what? there's some sadness, but like you got to have some 
some stakes and they're going through stuff. Like you ever play like a Plague Tale? Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Like you gotta like there's some it's like a I don't say it's a dark game, but like it all revolves around like, hey, your dad died. So it's like two brothers and, and the and I don't I assume they're gonna st- stick with the same control scheme and whatnot. But imagine because uh, you gotta play with the controller. Or at least you should. Uh imagine one stick is one brother, another stick is another brother. So you're kind of like moving them okay. together and like, so like one of them is like you're, you're picking up the cart and I, th- I think your dad's body's on it or, or he's sick and you're like trying to get him to town. But it's like, you have to like, not depressing two two brothers and like you have to like maneuver them. So they're on the same like cart and then you have to like move them through yeah. stuff and, and whatnot. Yeah. It was good. I think the, the interesting thing is like it, it was kind of lo-fi. Like it was, it was well made, but like lower graphics. So, so to see them, put a fresh coat of paint on it and let, let somebody kind of experiment, uh, experience it. Like now's, now's a great time, you know, to check it out, especially if you haven't played it. <clears throat> Do we know, um, which announcements are on game pass or not? Uh, I would assume that one's on okay. game pass. I That's did, big for me. That was a big Xbox game when it, I did make a note of Xbox exclusives cause, okay. But I did not make a note of game pass. If it's Xbox exclusive, exclusive, it should be going on game pass. Okay. So yeah, because like I just have such a higher chance of <laughs> trying something when it's on Game Pass. I mean, there's no reason not to, right? And, um, and we talk a lot about remasters and remakes. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're they're saving their dad. The dad doesn't die. Oh. That's the whole point of the adventure. They embark on an adventure to save their dad. <laughs> Spoiler: Yo, I think his body's on the court. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Is this is this remake warranted? I I don't know. I never played the first one. I thought the first one looked fine, but it, is it an old game? Is I never played it. So it's, it's older. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was 360 era, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. Really? That is older. Yeah, let me double check. Wow. I didn't realize it was... So this was like in the arcade or something? <laughs> Xbox Arcade? <laughs> oh, I thought you were... No, no, no. The actual arcade. The arcade. No, no, no. Like uh, the Xbox Arcade. Because it's like an indie it came, game, It came right? out a decade ago. It came out in 2013. Oh, so yeah. definitely, yeah. 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 Cool. It, it wasn't an Xbox, so it was on everything. But yeah, what a good console! Yep, the best console of all time. I wouldn't debate that. All right, all right. I thought. I think. I think if you're really trying to get down to brass tacks, I think you're looking at SNES, Xbox 360, or PS2. Probably PlayStation. 2. We had. Uh, I don't think PS2. Xbox 360, Super Nintendo number two. And then two or three, uh, yeah. DS is on DS. Oh, DS. That's a good pick because we talked about like there was just this magical time where everyone had their DS. You'd be on the bus playing Mario Kart, like it was amazing. I think my only argument as to why PS2 doesn't belong there is just because there wasn't any competition and it could play DVDs. Like that was the the thing. It's the library. A lot of people go to the library. Just how many games came out for it. Sorry, sorry. Okay, (laughs) that was so Um, radical. All right, the next trailer that I have. Are we, are we good with brothers? brothers? I'm excited for brothers. I would I would like to play it again. Okay. It's especially if it's on Game Pass, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. You know me, the brothers and families. I think you that's would, a John game. Yeah, it's a John you game. Would, you would like it. For the audience, so we should say we were watching the game awards together and we were kind of making fun of poking fun at each other, like, oh, this is a Jeff game. Mm-hmm. Like anything that's uh Souls like or Souls like or anime. <laughs> and then if it's uh an indie game, it's like a Tyler game. Uh, yeah, and weird. if it has any music at all, it's a John game, apparently. Music <laughs> music or Family is a John game. Yeah. God. I love it. The next game I have on our list is um, Exodus. 
with oh, with or without Matthew McConaughey. I'm not sure. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey comes out. Yeah, and he's like, all right. I'm not allowed to say all right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm in this game. I'm in this game. Oh man, he made it. He that might be one of the. We should make a top five worst jokes of the game award. Yeah, he's like instead of all right, all right, all right, I'll say pew pew pew. I don't get that. Why nobody like, laughed? I, I think it's just yeah. like oh, video games. Yeah, sure, it was bad. Right. It didn't land. Nobody laughed. I was like, yikes. No, I think I die inside when I see stuff like that because he knows it flopped, mm-hmm. and you could see him like, ugh. I don't need you guys. <laughs> I really do wonder if him and like Anthony Mackie and some of these other actors and stars that come on the Game Awards are trying to capture like that Keanu moment when he's like, no, you're awesome. And everyone went nuts. Like, yep. The reason why that hit was because it wasn't on the teleprompter. Right. Right. Like that was a someone shouted organic, out. You're breathtaking. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, <laughs> you're, yeah, breathtaking. you're breathtaking. Um, but and Keanu is a national treasure. Yeah. So for me, actually, I was I was pretty into this game. It looks to me like a very grounded Destiny. Probably not the same type of well, maybe the same type of um, game systems. I don't know if it's going to be multiplayer and and kind of have that looter shooter element. But I thought it looked interesting at minimum. I thought it was okay until and this is what happened with Dune as well, which I shouldn't do this, but like until they said. It's Mass Effect. I'm like, fuck you. It's not Mass Effect. <laughs> and that's what Dune did. Dune was like the next Lord of the Rings. The and next Star Wars. Star Wars. They put Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Oh, like, yeah, this is going to be the greatest movie franchise ever. It's like, all right, that's you're nuts. And now I heard Dune's very good. Maybe this will be very good. I shouldn't judge it by that. But that is ludicrous marketing, dude. You don't say that. We say we, that. Exactly. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, next the people that play your game should be saying that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So, but it was interesting. I guess they showed a tiny bit of like kind of gameplay. You know how they do like mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. They showed like the helmets, a couple, of, yeah. a couple of people shooting things. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. You think it'll be good? I, I really this I can't screams even say. flopped me. I don't know why it, it just screams flopped. Me. I was in until they started showing actually like the gameplay of like combat, and then I'm like, this looks not as it doesn't look as good as Destiny. Mm-hmm. I, I think is the, right. the thing. Okay. So it's like I was with the the art style, the the exaggerated characters, like all the modeling. I was in all the space stuff, the weird like nebula, black hole stuff. I'm there. Right. But then the moment it's like. And then you're shooting on just normal black obsidian stuff. And it's like, okay. I mean, like, they should very, very little. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting. All right. I have like seven things before I go for it. Can I just start? <laughs> like I said, I skip things. Pon- yeah. Pony Island 2. Panda oh, Circus. that is one of the ones that I have on my list that I missed. I'm pumped. That's actually a star for me. Oh, okay. Do you want me to save it then? If it's on no, your list, we can keep it. going. Go for it. So, uh, Pony Island 2. I never played Pony Island 1, but I played Inscription. And I did not realize that they were from the same developer. Makes perfect sense when you see what Inscription is. Did you ever play Inscription? I didn't, but these are... I feel like I'm betraying my roots because I love games like this and I love indies, but I've I've missed so many. Um, but this this looks so cool to me. Yeah. Uh, inscription, like, it, it, this is a bizarre, like, what type of drugs are you on while you're watching this yes. thing? Inscription was such a weird... Uh, <laughs> Kind of like Alan Wake in a weird way, but it's like mm. Inscription's a card game. You're just playing this card game, but then you can like stand up and get off the table and then start doing puzzles around the room to try to get out of this like 
death trap or whatever. It's it was really good. So I, I'm excited for it. I yeah. think this was this was probably one of the most uh, surprised I was during the announcements. I in in a very like WTF way. Like that's actually my note is just WTF, but in a great like star. Like I'm I'm, I'm just pumped for it. Like I want to experience this game in whatever it is. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, do we care about Rise of the Golden Idol? I can't remember that one, honestly. Neither can I. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then no. <laughs> uh, usual June. And is that that was with the girl? Yeah, like yeah. Cell Shade. I thought it actually looked kind of interesting. It looked interesting. Like, good art style. I don't know what the premise was. I'm kind of blanking. I remember there was like the girl. Uh, it's the next game from Finji, the studio behind Night in the Woods and Tunic. So like I liked Tunic oh, and I yeah. thought Night in the Woods was okay. So it's like, sure. Huh. Like right. I I think this game is going to review in the eights. It'll it's for someone. I'm yeah. sure. You didn't it's like Tunic, game. huh? You know what? I I loved everything it did, and I am such a, a bad person at solving puzzles that I ended up backtracking like three times in the scene, and I I couldn't find where to go. And that was such a special game where I didn't want to use a guide, um, and I just couldn't get through it because. Yeah. I missed something, so I, I love love Tunic, but I wasn't able to finish it. Did you play Death's Door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of games that are like giving you your Zelda hit without Breath of the Wild. You know, right. it's like okay, mm-hmm. here's about as Zelda as you can get without. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Uh, I assume you have Harmony and the musical on there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Windblown. I do have Windblown. Thrasher. I don't have Thrasher. All right. Thrasher is the next game from the. Um, uh, what's it called Thumper? So yes. Thumper was like a musical on rails, like kind of like rhythm type game, which was pretty cool. Uh, so this one looks like it's a little bit off rails. Um, there's a lot going on on the screen, so I don't know how well my feeble eyes and mind will pick up on it, but we'll see. Um, okay, and you have the other two, so we'll we'll get to it when you get to it. That's fine. Yeah, I um, the next one that I have is the God of War DLC, and. Yep. Um, for me, uh, what I'm looking at here is how much story is actually there. I appreciate that this is a free DLC. It's out of out now. So if you're a huge God of War fan, go go get it. If this is up your alley, um, for I'm looking at this from a platinum perspective. I need to go back and play that game and platinum it because I truly love that game. I thought it was pretty special. Uh, if if there's reports of a significant amount of like port of story or character development or new interactions, I will play this. But if it is just the roguelike portion that they described during the announcement, I'm probably not. It's not for me. Yeah, I, I'm going to check it out. I think it's most likely not going to have a lot of story, but I do think they will put in some stuff, particularly at the end, I believe. They might tease something. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Uh, but I love the combat in that game, so I have no problem. And I'm kind of curious to see how the roguelike element works i think the thing that will get me is if you go in naked right Mm. and it's just like all right here's kratos and then you just really want to see kratos naked 100 percent. yeah and then when you're walking around it's like okay you found a shield on this run or oh you found your blades whatever on this run oh this is a plus three whatever so if you could like build up kratos as you're going through like your given run to me, that's kind of cool. That'd be like interesting, almost like a a God of War perspective Hades ish thing, which I think I'm I'm for a free DLC. I'm probably overblowing what what my <laughs> expectations are, but I could see that enjoying that loop. 
But if it's like um, the first God of War where you're going through that maze constantly, uh, that's yeah. not going to... I'll go back to it just to play it. But like, I'm going to be bad at it, right? Like, It's going to be like you got to get back into the swing of things. It's a very specific loop of the combat and how you, you handle stuff. So... I we'll um, I think it's really cool they put this out for free though. That's yeah, that's awesome. But that's all, that also in the back of my mind is like it probably isn't that robust if they were just putting it out for free, right? Like maybe, sure, but like it's free content. Sure, hundred yeah. percent. Even yeah. if it's super bare bones, like you gave this to us for nothing, and yeah. I appreciate that. And so people apparently really like the Last of Us roguelite part of it. Oh uh, yeah. So all right, I'm really interested. I actually there's a sick part of me that hopes it's really bare bones so that I know like. Santa Monica is like fully on to their next project, which we know nothing about. Um, but that's just me. All right. Uh, next, I have Kumiri. Kumiri. Can, can I jump in with uh, yeah. Dave the Diver and Dredge crossover? Oh, uh, yeah. This is oh, sick. you don't. Sick. No, no, no. no. I'm fully on board. I Dave the Diver, super, super um, awesome game. Uh, you take it away because I didn't play Dredge. Dredge is like a it's a fishing thing, but it's like a, a creepy, like very depressing thing. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I'm very interested to see how Dredge goes into Dave the Diver. Like Dredge is like the whole point is if you fish too late at night, you literally go insane and like die. So it's like, how do they meld those two worlds together? I just think it's cool that they're collabing. That must have been That's a all. huge announcement for you. It was pretty big. You've been raving yeah. about those games yeah. all year. That's yeah. really cool. I just had to get that in there. All right. No, I'm Sorry. glad you snuck it in there. Um, I, I think it almost seems like they would conflict with each other. Because 100%, yeah. Dave is right. so, it's a little bit cheery. There might be some not so cheery elements. But overall, it's a, it's a happy game. Um, I, it might be, if I get Dave on Switch, I would definitely, like, I hope they put a bundle out, right? Like a, a Dave plus this on Switch. I, I would definitely buy that. I mean, they put so many just quality of life stuff already, like yeah. auto farming, auto like it just like stuff that you don't have to like go back and do. Like you can focus on doing other stuff. It's it's pretty cool. One might say a very good ongoing game, but <laughs> yeah. not me, not us. It's no cyberpunk. Yeah. So this Kamiri uh, game, a little bit confused by it. It's um, by the beloved director. Who's that? person that gets on stage and, and does the quirky like emotes, but in real life, we love her. Um, I don't know what to make of this game. It looks to be like some type of multiplayer game. Actually, at the end of it, they show six players, which is really confusing to me, or six potentially people that you can play as. So I actually have no clue what this game is, but you're seeing a lot of um, Eastern Japanese uh I don't think the word's kabuki masks, but I can't remember, oni masks and, and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so, I mean, it's cool that they announced it. I, I just don't know. This what was the girl is. who has like her own thing going? Yeah. Or, yes. No. Like she's not, she doesn't yes. belong to a publisher or whatever. Correct. And yeah, she yeah. got on and was like, oh, and, that, and that was like a really bad thing, but she emotes like that. And, yeah. And, yeah. No, she was very she's energetic. Awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, um it looked cool. I really liked the art style on this. I thought yeah. it looked really slick. Um, now, she's doing this all herself? She's not doing it all herself, but she's like, she's she, put, she put together the studio herself. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is cool. I like that. It was interesting. It, it gave me like um, Jujutsu Kaisen vibes in the fact that like they did like, mm. they put their fingers together and then they looked through, they made a square with their fingers and they looked through it and then they could see like demons and stuff. 
And that reminds me, like, the girl with the glasses from mm-hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen. She puts glasses on. She can see demons and stuff. Sure. So I was interesting. I kind of, you know, Japan's creative. I, I, I'm, I just need to see what it actually is. Right. Yeah. Same. I like the style, though. I like the style. Um, now, I don't know where I put the harmonium in there, but the next one that I have noted is Dragon Ball... I think it was just Dragon Ball Z Sparking Zero, or was it Dragon Ball Sparking Zero? Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Because it's going to encompass... <laughs> Dragon Ball Sparking, exclamation mark, zero. Yeah. <laughs> so this Spelled out. is kind of interesting to me because, from my perspective, they're renaming the Budokai Tenkaichi yes. to this Sparking Zero. Like It yes. actually says it in the trailer, like, the next iteration of Budokai Tenkaichi, which... I think they announced it as Budokai Tenkaichi 4. And then they switched. And then they switched it. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm actually stoked for this. Uh, I loved Dragon Ball Kakarot. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, I thought that was a fantastic iteration that got me so much uh, into the Dragon Ball uh, universe again. I'm just curious how far into Super they go. This does looks like, looks like, look like it's placed during the Dragon Ball Super sagas. Um, you see the Super Saiyan Blue in it, so we're definitely past Z and GT. Um, I'm just curious how far they go, because I am a little bit caught up with the manga, and Super goes into a very interesting place that's very different from Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I This is like my childhood. These games were... Uh, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 is like one of my favorite games uh, growing up. And the cool thing about this, like, it's not a good, like, fighting game. Like, the mechanics are, like, super simple and stuff. It's, like, just the selling point on these games were the roster. It literally had, like, every character. Like, you could have background soldier number three, and he was, like, <laughs> in the game. It was crazy. It was, like, a very, like, Smash-esque everyone's here kind of thing. Um, so I'm really hoping that they continue that and they have, like, 250 characters and like just have literally everyone and it's gonna be cool because like as jeff mentioned they have we have a whole new show now mm-hmm. of those characters we can put in um and then they get the, like their special attacks and stuff i i'm excited for that i hope it's good i was impressed with the art style and granted we didn't see a lot of it but it looked closer to fighter z and it looked closer to being believable that it was like drawn with like the appropriate like black thick line mm. and, and stuff like that because mm. I think a lot of the the 3D games like that typically uh, either they, they make the, the outlines too thin and then it, like the anti-aliasing starts making it look weird and it just it, it looks fake and this one looked pretty solid at least for the trailer so yeah we'll see yeah this will sell to you know the super hardcore Dragon Ball fans there's there's a market. There's a reason it's they're a still making these nostalgia, games. It's a big nostalgia, which is, I don't know, changing the name is a weird move. I thought so, too. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I, I'm hopeful. Uh, next, I have Visions of Mana, which, personally, I'm very excited for. Uh, I missed Secrets of Mana on PlayStation 1. It was one that I couldn't go back to. I didn't have PlayStation 1. Um, my first PlayStation console was PlayStation 2, and I tried to go back and play as many RPGs as I could, but I did miss um, Secrets of Mana. And for me, this gives very Dragon Quest art style, and this will probably be coupled for me in Play Visions of Mana, probably get into a recent Dragon Ball, or <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest, because 
apparently the modern ones are extremely good. Um, but I'm looking, this is probably going to be like a 60 to 70 hour JRPG with an action style combat system instead of turn-based. And I would, you know, just after that, probably go into like an hour long Dragon Quest game. So I'm excited for it. Is it Toriyama that does the art yes. for this? Okay. I don't know if they do it, if he's doing it for Visions of Mana, but he does do Dragon Quest. I know he does Dragon Quest, so I was I mean, It's supposed to come out next year, so you're going to have Visions of Mana right next to Final Fantasy. Right. Oof. Uh-oh. It's a lot. What are you guys' thoughts? Are you excited, or this is kind of like, hey, it looks cool, but I'm probably not going to get it? I don't know it. anything about this. I did have a PlayStation 1, but I was too, like, I was like Spyro the Dragon. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. have... Uh, I missed the the big RPGs, um, so I'm not familiar. But I might check it out. I mean, if it's coming out with Final Fantasy, there's a clear it's gameplay for me. Yeah, like it, that's what's yeah. going to decide it. Because yeah, yeah. I I don't think, especially in this realm, I I don't know how much the story would grab me initially. It's more about like, especially when you're talking action adventure stuff. Like I like the hack and slash, like just run around doing that. So if there's that, if there's like collectible stuff, like I could see that replacing. Like an open world Ubisoft, like a, instead of playing Assassin's Creed, I'll play this instead or something. And then if the right. story's good, it's good. You know, like it is what it is. But um, yeah, so we'll see. Cool. I'm gonna sneak in Harmonium right now because I don't remember where Harmonium took place. But this is the girl yeah. goes into a book, yeah, and then has a beautiful voice. Sounds like Elsa. We yeah. were all captured by her. Serenade, whatever. I don't know what the word is for her song, but John, take it away. This is your game. Her musical number. <laughs> yes. Um, this is my game. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting. Dude, the, I don't know who. I'd have to look up who the, the voice was. It sounded like, uh, what's her name? Menzel. What person Maria? does. Is it Miriam? Uh, I think it starts with an A. I oh. forget. But uh, she does like Elsa and stuff. She's like a Broadway star. Her voice was incredible. I was like, wow, this is this is really good, which is, you know, you have to have someone really good for a game that's about singing. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I have to play it now because it's a John game. It's music. Um, I'm reading here, everything is subtitled and everyone in the game speaks in sign language along with the singing. I was telling these guys, maybe I'll learn sign language through this game. Maybe. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so yeah. Well, exactly. There, and there's there no other, there, you know, no reason not to check it out. So, yeah. I love a good music game, man. Give me more Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> uh, it'll be cool. I guess it's like a musical, though, right? I mean, we'll find <laughs> out. That's what it sounded like. Sure. It sounded you'll, like you'll musical style. Like the style of it is yeah. is in musical, which I like. It's happy. It's uh, catchy. Yep. I'm gonna play it. All right. It's on the playlist. Next one I have is <coughs> Rise of the Ronin, um, which is a PlayStation, PlayStation exclusive. Um, I wasn't super into this game. It looks very Shinobi. It looks very, uh, to me, it looks like a less inspired um, Ghost, of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, this is the one we thought it was that. Yeah. And then it's like, this doesn't look good enough. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> for, for Ghosts 2. Yeah. When I saw this, I thought, this is a game that the buy everything gamer will buy. You know, they, they walk into the store, they're not checking the IGNs, they're not checking the game stop, stop spots. They're like disconnected from the media, but they are very big gamers and they go into the store and they're like, what's the new hotness? What's new? 
oh, Rise of the Ronin's out. I'm going to get it and, yeah. and see and maybe play like a quarter of it um, because there's a ton of gamers out there like that. Uh, this doesn't really speak to me. Maybe um, it'll review well. It, I'm going to have to wait and to see what it's all about. Yeah, same boat. This is a wait and see game. If it gets a Mighty Man, it's going to get a play. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, I, yeah, I agree. Like, it's it's. Will I probably try it for five well, minutes? Yeah, yeah. Tyler. And that's the difference between Tyler <laughs> yeah, and I. Yeah. All right, before I move on to the big, um, a big announcement, is there anything that I missed that you want to sneak in? Oh, man. Is that, do you are have, you done with your list? No, I'm not done with my list, oh, okay. but the next one Do you one have the, the Sega one. stuff? The Sega stuff, I do not have, but the six, we can go over the six games. Do we want to talk about the Sega stuff? Because I know a lot of, not, I'm not a big Sega guy personally, but I know a lot first, of yeah. people were very excited for that. Yep. Um, six remakes or remasters i guess of old uh classic now what console it was that from is it all the same era do you guys um, know like crazy taxi and uh crazy taxi was playstation and uh dreamcast. technically dreamcast yeah oh so you played that then yeah, yeah dreamcast yeah. i i want to say because we were actually just talking about this uh like i mean the contractors were were hanging out just kind of ch- chatting and uh, one of the questions came up on like, okay, like what dormant franchise would you want to try? I want to say I mentioned Crazy Taxi. I think I, I might be just forcing that into the void. I might not have said anything. Crazy Taxi is great. Crazy okay. Taxi yeah, is, is very good. fun. I think that's what, from what I heard, most people were excited for was that one. Personally, I saw the most yeah. passion behind it. Uh, Mine would probably be uh, the graffiti one that I don't know the name of. Which Jet Set? Could, Jet Set Radio, yeah. like you can tell how passionate I am because I don't know the name. Um, <laughs> but, but Jet Set came out. Like the thing with that is you've had games yeah. like that. Sorry, <laughs> eh, kind of. It just came out. You keep going. I'll, I, I'll I'll give you a perfect game. I think I would want to relive Jet Set. I would want to see if I remember it as fondly as I do because I play again. I talk about you know getting babysat. There was a lot of kids, and I remember watching the older kids play Jet Set Radio. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I never really played it myself. I played, here. here's a controller. I'd play it like these little small moments. Um, however, Crazy Taxi, I remember playing a lot. I remember playing Power Stone on um, Dreamcast. I mean, that's not part of this list. But, uh, you, you know, I think they're... Oh. I'm showing them a quick trailer. Oh, what is this? It's um, called uh, Bomb Rush Cyber Funk. Maybe I need to but get it's, more. But it's like the same thing. Man, uh, okay. I mean, Jet Set Radio is completely <clears throat> different, but I agree with you. But if you like, it's one of those, if you want to scratch that itch, mm-hmm. these type of games exist where I have yet to see something that is crazy, crazy taxi. taxi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are excited about these um, six games. I, was there a Sonic on there or no? In no. form of a little ring and jump There's like a side effect. There's a side scroller one. Um, was it Ninja One or something? I don't know. But my, my only concern with these six is Sega has been out of the game for so long. They that like who who is Sega making these? Are they developing these? Like for me, Sega is is almost gone. They're p- Pachinko, and um, I I hope that this is an entry like a, a a reemergence. I hope that this generates money for them. Maybe if it does, they will make a new <laughs> game. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, hey, I, I you got to go with what works. I, I mean, guess. you had the Sonic open world last yeah, year and but, stuff. So it was not good. We'll yeah. see. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted to, wanted to mention that. What else we got, Ty? Uh, all right, hold on. Uh, pull this up. Can't believe you didn't talk about Big Walk. 
Big walk oh, by the, the people that made uh, oh. the Goose Game, the Untitled Goose Game. My bad. House House. That was, I don't know what happened We were there. dying, though. It was, we it were was watching funny. it, and it's this, uh, like, photoreal world and like, these just cartoon poop guys. Yeah, like, penguin birds. That's a streamer game. Ant- that's ant- that's like streamer game. a multiplayer yeah. streamer game. That's coming out. That'll be a um, game you have to stream. I think Hellblade 2 still looks good, but I'm sick of seeing it. I mean, they announced that back in, like, 2018, 2019. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, just get it out. Like, yeah. and the the problem that I have with this one too is, do I think that it's going to set the world on fire? No. Do I think it's going to be a very well made game and very like unique in certain things, like the last one? Probably. So it's like Xbox needs to have something good, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, no rest for the wicked. Is that on your list? Did you? It is. Uh, you know what? Okay. You go in Sorry. order because I don't have the order correct. You you take over. Well, I mean, no no rest for the wicked. Uh, People that made Ori, uh, Samoon Studios, which I, I thought Xbox owned them, but I guess they just partnered with Microsoft Game Studios. But to, this, to this will Ori. be an Xbox exclusive. Will it? Yeah. Because I okay, so maybe that I see. I did, I missed that part. Um, and it comes out March first, so soon. day one Game Pass, baby. Uh, let's see here, more information. I think. Mm, I Wicked think Inside Digital Showcase on March first. They said more will be shown. I don't oh. know if it's coming out March first. Oh. Well, I'm pumped for this game. Either yeah, way. this I, was probably I, it, it this might really have cool. been my uh, announcement of the show. I'm not. I'm kind of between a couple of games, but this looks awesome to me. Uh, but creators of Ori, I'm hoping it looks much darker than Ori. Has a Diablo s combat system with it. What appears to be different builds or at least different weapon types, and it definitely has that medieval folk folklore narrative that's a little bit Witcher esque. Uh, I'm all in on this game, as long as it can be like tight like Ori. Like, as long right. as it can be, like, okay, like, because Ori had the perfect amount of, like, it was loose. Like, you could you could float and do different things, but it was, like, it was very tight, and it felt really good to play. So Do you like the narrative that. in Ori? I never yeah. played it. it you never good. played Ori? No. Oh, my gosh. That's one you wanted to that's give a, me that's for That's a my, gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a gap. Um, right. I really liked how this looked, though. I kind of liked the whole King's Dead, everyone's vying for power dynamic. I like the political intrigue that entails. Yeah. But I don't know what the con, you know, the combat, you know me though. I'm, I'm narrative guy. Or he's a very quick, Hey, you're going to cry in the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. Uh, I remember you telling me that. I mean, that game's reviewed so well. I should, or he was the first game that I got my hue lights on, set them all up. And then yeah. I started it and my entire room is going and stop. It was, Oh man, what a great experience. Uh, casting a Frank stone horror game by the people made dead by daylight. Um, and super massive, like, cool. They didn't really show us anything. No, um, not a big, not a big horror guy. As we <laughs> <laughs> telling Alan Wake, uh, I assume you have OD on there, right? Like yeah, you're talking that, yeah. Fortnite, Rocket Racing, sure. Um, Tales of Kenzira. Did you? Mm-hmm. You have that one? Okay. All right, we'll go. We'll get to that. Lost Records, Bloom and Rage. Got that. Uh, By the people that did uh, or the Don't Nod Studios. No. I just blanked. No, it's, it's a narrative. It's uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I, I think we're more or less caught up. Are you going to talk about the No Man's Sky stuff? Yeah. Okay. Then we're good. That's all I care about. All right. <laughs> this is probably going to be a little bit out of order, but that's the fine. next thing yeah. that I have on my list is OD, and um, this is the next Kojima project. He brought out Jordan Peele uh, and announced that they're kind of collaborating on this. Uh, the horror director. 
of movies like Get Out. Get Out. Us is Us. us don't, no, don't don't look up. Um, the Alien one. Yeah. What was what's that called? Oh no, yeah, no, something like that. No way. I don't know. <laughs> uh oh. This thing is like Don't Look Up or something. Don't Look Up is different. That's with Leo. Uh, yeah, I know, but it was it was similar. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how revolutionary and or sc- slash scary this is, I would love to play it, but. Um, I had to play through PT with like two other people on the couch because PT scared me so much. But I thought the the reveal was really interesting. It showed a couple of what I'm calling test subjects, and they're reading some dialogue that was really kind of goofy um, or a, a scattering of words. And to me, the most interesting part of this announcement for you guys if you watch the trailer there's a part where you can see a door open in the eyes of the female test subject and she screams very violently but then stops and just looks so she has this super crazy reaction to whatever opened that door but then it just cuts the trailer doesn't cut but her scream cuts and she just stops and stares so i'm like what justifies this horrifying scream but then a silence. So there, there's a lot of stuff going on here that, and I had to watch it a couple of times, but this might be a game that I personally have to watch somebody else play because I'm so intrigued, but might not be able to get through it myself. But what do you guys think? I mean, I was shocked when I saw Jordan Peele. That was like the last person I... And they started making out. Dude, they were... They, that's all yeah. it was. Between Keeley, <laughs> Kojima, and yeah. Peele... Dude, they they were like, I don't get crass, but they were like two seconds away from just <laughs> going to town on each other mm. on that stage. Yeah, no, they translator were just standing there awkwardly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of respect on that stage. Um, I want I want some Kojima bullshit. I want I want to I, I want it. That's scary though. Like Alan Wake, you think is weird, dude? Kojima is no, just I know. Like another level. I'm, like, I'm ready for it. Yeah. everyone talks about like you know Metal Gear Solid, the heyday. Which I missed. It's like it I was missing on the stage that. too. Like Konami was just not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah I'm so curious. I I don't even know. But they didn't show us anything, so it's hard to say. It was literally just like brand recognition. Like oh, here's the here's the guy. Um, yeah. Having Jordan there is gonna be interesting. His movies are good. They're not my favorite, but I do respect them. I think they were well made, uh, and they're creepy. I like that kind of horror better where it's not like jump scary and stuff like that. It's more suspense and something's off and there's creepiness and that's what this seems like it's going to be. I wonder if something got lost in translation, but they were, they were, they seem to be picking their words very carefully when they were talking about collaborating with Xbox and, and we're working on something. We like really doing some wild stuff, but we're working with Xbox. It's just like, it, it was like, the words that they were choosing, and this could be just something lost in translation or whatever. But it was just like a weird. Well, way he's doing. To is he doing something stuff. else as well? Maybe that's well, why. Well, he's doing not. PT or not PT. Uh, uh, Death Stranding two, so he's working on that. Mm. And then OD is the Xbox exclusive thing that right. Microsoft paid for. Right. So it's like maybe this. He's like not super focused on this, and like Death Stranding two is like his baby. And well, that's my other question: you know is I mean? like, okay, if Jordan Peele is in here, like. As some, those are some big dudes. And then he was saying, like, hey, we're collaborating with other people. So it's like, yeah. So, like, 
what percent like is this your story is this jordan peele's story like what right. you br- what's everyone bringing to the table right not because i care one way or the other per se like if this if kojima was just gone and jordan peele's like hey i'm making a video game here you go i would probably be just excited like i would be like okay cool let's, let's see what you got but like it's a weird like is there enough room like that's a lot of cooks in that kitchen a lot of weird cooks in that kitchen to come up with something so gonna be spicy yeah i think that's a really good point especially if even if you look at the imagery right so if you're watching jordan peele's horror movies it is a lot of close-ups it's a lot of emotion you see a lot of um eyes a lot of face a lot of gesturing and that's exactly what we got out of this trailer and i am excited about jordan peele's subliminal take on horror being mixed with kojima but yeah to your point how much of this is kojima what is what is he in charge of and you know, what does that collaboration look like? I am excited that Xbox getting is getting a win here. You know, I, I don't want Xbox to fail at all. I think the more wins for Xbox, the more wins for gamers yeah. overall. So I'm, I'm definitely glad um, that they're getting this. But I, I just hope I can play it. I, I don't think I'll be able to. I'm with you. <laughs> I, like I, It freaks me out for that kind of stuff, especially if, like, uh, let's see what type of game it is. So if it's more of, like, an action, like, Resident Evil-style game, which I doesn't seem like it's going to be that no uh if it's more like pt then i might have a problem scary yeah yeah scary larry (laughs) so the next game i have on on our on our list is tales of kenzera um i think there's a word after that i believe that's not zow yes and this is probably the most ori clone I've seen, and I hate to call it that. I'm sure there's more to it, but in terms of visuals and presentation, I saw copy and paste Ori abilities in the announcement. Um, But the person presenting this did say it was a tribute to his late father. So I'm really interested to see how this character and this platformer corresponds to some type of emotional tie to, you know, his real life father. Um, Is this a John game? Is this a... I wasn't impressed by this one. I was kind of... He was talking, and I was kind of getting hyped up for it. I liked, I liked the story. I like, I like the guy himself. Seems really passionate. But then I saw it, and it just seemed like other things. You know what I mean? Kind of like what you mentioned. It seemed like I don't think this is going to do anything different. I, I think it's going to be tough too because you're coming out, presumably, right when Prince of Persia comes out. Uh, right. So like sure. that's a, that's a yeah. big studio to, to go to. So either maybe it'll gonna, be great. Maybe it'll surprise me. Yeah. I hope it does. Um, I wouldn't classify it as John game. This will be a Tyler's going to tell me if I should play it or not. I'm pretty sure. Um. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So exactly. I'll play so, it. Yeah. If if this is a tight, say, ten hour Game Pass experience, I'm for it. Oh yeah. 100%. Um. It doesn't capture me right away just because of how similar to Ori it looks. Sure. And if I it, should, if it I, feels good, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could be an Ori clone, but if it feels as good as Ori, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. The next game is probably uh, the most Jeff game um, that was shown for me. Uh, the first Berserker Kazan, and all I all I really noted was it looks like a promising cell shaded Souls like, and has a very kind of. I thought it was a beefy protagonist. A very, uh, if you know what Berserk is, it's or, well, I guess that's the title of the game, but uh, the manga Berserk, if you know who Guts is, he wields a giant sword. I thought this there were some similarities between those two characters, but I'm excited for this. Uh, looks like a lot of pairing, a lot of dodging, and I'm here for it. Not even on this list. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> all right. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it looked interesting. I, but again, it's like 
can I play it? Probably not. That's the thing that kills me. Ugh. Is like I wish I could play all of these games because I want to so experience games. Liza P. I want to do that. And I understand that there's like a like okay, well you have to pay to play. You know, like you gotta you know be get better type of thing. And it's just like. I don't know. That's not that's not where I get my enjoyment from. Yep. Uh, so it's like I, I wish there were abilities to go in and like experience this stuff because it looks cool as hell. Like a lot of that stuff is like I would say there is at least three or four games being shown, uh, which what you just said probably is one of them. I just don't remember the names. But it was like, man, that looks sick. Like I would love to play that. Bet it's a Souls game. Bet I'm not going to play it. Yeah. But I think this would be a great um, game for them to incorporate like the Final Fantasy 16 accessibility options where they yep. just had things that happened automatically for you or it depends on what the studio is going for. So uh, I feel for all these players out there that don't feel like they can access the Souls games. Um, I do wish that more people could play them, but, you know, I love them, so cool. Um, Jeff game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jeff game. Uh, the next one on our list is Marvel's Blade. Mm. Yeah. And one of the things that I noticed after going back and rewatching this is we missed a lot of the hints that were happening during the announcement. Like, I feel we should have known what this was before we saw the title, whenever the barber was nervous about the neck on his thumb. And we were talking, we're like, man, like, we don't want him cutting our neck. Like, why is he so nervous? And we're like, oh, maybe because he's about to shave a, a vampire and he just cut himself and he's nervous from that. Or, and then Blade says, don't be nervous. I don't bite or something like. That. I'm like, man, we should. This is so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pumped. I, I think. I hope it's not like Spider Man, <laughs> uh, but you know, what, Nate did say that this is going to be M rated. Super cool. Uh, hopefully, lots of vampire blood for me. Uh, I can't wait to see more. Maybe it's because I've been doing a lot of season two of Diablo, but I'm like good on vampires and blood and that whole thing again if it's good gameplay i'm all in would i have rather seen what the heck they're doing with wolverine absolutely but like cool like there are blade fans out there like people are gonna be excited for it like yourself included so it's like good like enjoy it yeah i i think there's the potential to be really cool um i have high hopes i think a lot of the superhero stuff has just been much better in terms of games. Like Guardians of the Galaxy was, in, you know, a good example of like that. Really did well. I know you guys don't love Spider Man, but I still think it's good adaptation of Spider Man. Feel like Spider Man, like yeah, like, yeah the, the like, things that are Spider Man. Superhero game, games I, I used to be terrible, right? Yep. You have like Superman sixty four or whatever, <laughs> like you know, notoriously bad, like Green Lantern the video game. Yeah, what like. Yes, but I think like the quality is much better. I think they're doing a lot better of capturing the source material. Uh, and I go back to Guardians of the Galaxy because I think they really nailed that. They just the aesthetic Guardians of that game. was shocking how good that game was. Right. So that gives me hope that like okay, Wolverine might be really good. And did they say Wolverine's gonna be the same universe as the Spider-Man games? I don't know. They didn't, but I would assume it would be. Did it say Marvel's? Yeah. Blade, Marvel's Wolverine. Oh, so Blade could theoretically 
The only thing is know. Insomniac's not making Blade. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah, so Blade wouldn't be, but they are making Wolverine. Though, correct, correct. Okay. Oh, Insomniac is making Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. So they might be in the same because we need more connected yeah. universes, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're we're lacking in we're that. We're lacking that. Yeah. But no, I think it could be cool. Next on our list, we have the Last Sentinel, and this for me is pretty cool. Um, this <clears throat> looks like cyborgs versus humans, where cyborgs are kind of more the maybe um, the good guys or the downtrodden, and the humans are trying to maybe extinct the cyborgs. I don't know, kind of like a Blade Runner esque story, but reversed in terms of who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Well, I guess no, it'd be the, same, be the as same, Blade it's same as Blade <laughs> Runner. Same as the yeah. District 99. Same as yeah. the, the thing that's just coming out with that little uh, kid that is like a robot that right. can like fix the world or whatever. Um, <laughs> I we didn't see any gameplay. I, at least Detroit become human. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, the only thing that note. I, I mean, I'm up for this game. I don't know what it is. I don't know what type of gameplay it has. I did make a note though that it has the Akira slide on it. So for all the weebs out there, I needed to just say that that anime still has a huge influence on modern media, and we're seeing the Akira slide from a movie that came out 20 years ago. So, um, how do you guys feel about the Last Sentinel? This was the uh, like Tokyo kind of. With girl the, gets with her little face girl. smashed yeah, yeah. off, yeah. Uh, kind of cyberpunky vibes, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, they showed zero gameplay. I have no idea. Yeah. It, interesting concept. The sure. CGI trailer looked cool. Yeah. No, it's right. tough, and that's you know we talk about this a lot. It's like terrible name. Uh, what I was the name of it again? The Last Sentinel. Oh. Well. It's generic, uh, dude. Like yeah. Sentinel arc. Yeah. Conduit, like yeah, any, yeah. yeah, any of the that kind of stuff. Uh, the last just, ride, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I um, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's something to be said about getting the concept of the game, but the gameplay is so vital. Like, what is this gonna feel like? Like, what is this gonna look like? No clue. And it's yeah, that's the problem. So sure, I mean, I yep. want to see more. I wasn't super excited about it though. I guess it didn't. I want to put a star next to it. Did you put a star next to it? Negative, Batman. Okay, good. <laughs> Not star worthy. <laughs> Not star worthy. Um, speaking of fantastic ga- uh, game names, titles, we have The First Descendant. Um, to me, I view this as a multiplayer Horizon game. It showed a rather large robot-esque woman with a human kind of face. It's more of a mask. Um, and people in suits fighting it? From what I remember correctly, or watched this morning, um, I don't remember this one. I'm gonna try to find a picture because I (laughs) I do not remember. This was a very short announcement. It, but I mean, and we'll talk about an an announcement later. This list, (laughs) see where you're coming. I'm coming from. Like some of the lists are incomplete. There were so many announcements, Um, but to me, I kind of feel for this announcement specifically because of an announcement that we'll talk towards the later part of the game. but yeah, it, it could be good. I hope it does well, as we hope all these games do well. Right? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember <laughs> that one. I screwed up on the name of the this next one. Um, I have Light No Fire, but I don't think that's the correct. Right. Yep. It is right? Okay. Mm-hmm. This looks like a multiplayer survival game in kind of a northern environment. Kind of frosty. Um, some dragons, some fire doesn't really hit for me. I think it's going to have a lot of competition in that space where 
it's demanding your time and 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 for multiple people to be uh, presumably online at the same time or building your settlement i'm not sure uh what do you guys think this is the no man's sky this is, yeah this people. is hello games yeah um it was interesting it was definitely interesting again i'm like getting flashbacks to very ambitious statements and stuff where it's like careful can you deliver you know is it what you're mountain? saying it was a it was and i liked how he kind of like but threw a little shade it was like it's not like these video game mountains this is a mountain. This is miles high. Yes, but we heard a similar story when uh, No Man's Sky was coming 100%. Out, and we saw some yep. very impressive things that were not there on release. So yep. maybe they learned their lesson. Um, I'm not a uh, survival guy, but... I'm not either, so and like, I wonder like, I, this how This would be a tough that. sell for me. It, here's the thing. No Man's Sky does a very good job with the crafting and the building and creating settlements and things like that. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of No Man's Sky is like you're going to all these different billions of worlds. You can make bases on every single one, tie them all together, and then you're just hopping between all your different settlements and things like that. Right. So to take the procedural generated learnings and expertise and everything that they did for the entire universe and to just take all of that power and shove it on one planet of just like, all right, now here you go. Here is literally like Earth enjoy but i don't think this is cool procedurally generated though right there has to be some level of it i would i would bet but everyone's world is the same i would assume yeah well i'm not saying that they it's it's procedurally generated uh every time what i'm saying is just to to create the different biomes to create the different things i I wonder how much of that uh handcrafted versus like animals interacting with i'm i'm making all of this up right like none like it was a very kind of like brief description of it yeah but it excites me to think that instead of just going wide with all of their tech yeah they're focusing it on one planet that you could really kind of dive into that's the potential to be cool it looked neat it all it didn't look i think the biggest thing with that is it didn't look unique Mm -hmm. so that could have easily been a Fortnite thing that we just you know it's like oh it's medieval Fortnite or whatever game of thrones is in Fortnite now um, so that's my only hesitation. It looked very No Man's Sky, but also No Man without the space. And I like space, so it's weird because this is where like the the rabbits are in there and stuff like that too, right? Like, is this is that the same game? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I know Nate was immediately like, "Oh, I like the high fantasy look and feel of it." Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish it was like more cyberpunk, futuristic. Or or pirates, I, I go both ways, pirates, but sure. but we'll see. Like I don't know. Like I, I think the multiplayer is like, can you just do it with your friends, like you can with um, No Man's Sky? I think this was a tug of war announcement for me. What got me immediately was No Man. The No Man's Sky guys are making this, and I was there for No Man's Sky. I wanted it to succeed so well. I was so excited for it, and then whenever it launched, broken. I was heartbroken. Um, to me, this is like the No Man's Sky 2. Can they deliver? And if the answer is yes, I want to try it out. I'm I'm pumped for it. However, as soon as I saw those dragons, I was I was taken away. I was I don't want to be able to traverse the world like that. I hope that they reel that in. I hope that they make the world difficult to explore. Um, I talk a lot about this in MMOs, where as soon as you get your flying mount or you're able to avoid all of the ground portion of an MMO, you're completely taken out of that world. It's just you're hitting your auto run, you're flying through the sky, you don't see anything, you don't encounter any enemies, 
and you just get to your location. Um, I'm really worried about that, about, you know, this game, especially if it's supposed to be kind of like a multiplayer survival type of game or base building game. I would much rather just be stuck on ground and maybe get like a ground mount or something that helps you traverse the world in that way. But we'll see. I think the the only... I agree with you. I think that you do miss out on a lot of that stuff. I think if you make it uh, beneficial to be on the ground, I think that's going to be like a, a balancing act. I think if you do some cool things in the air, so it's like, oh, you want to fly to whatever, you can do that. Um, I know that obviously No Man's Sky is going to be a lot of comparisons, same people, same basic stuff, but like with No Man's Sky, like those are massive, massive plans. So like, and Starfield fell into the problem where it's like, this is wide open and there's nothing to do and this is boring as heck and I'm going to travel five minutes here and oh, still nothing to do? Cool. Where with No Man's Sky, you hop into your starship and fly and like skim across the ground so you see something cool. You just stop and you go, you know, you, you jump in. So if it's a way to bridge the gap between cool things, um, I could see it. I would love to see some dragon combat or something cool like that and, and different stuff. So... I'll keep an open mind, but I agree with you. Like the biggest thing is, does it run and work on day one? And I think that if it's somewhat bare-ish, like to the level of like when CFEs launched and, and stuff like that, I think naturally I'll be more forgiving mm-hmm. um, because I know that they're gonna, not, you know, put a dozen new things out in the next ten years. Right. Cool. Which um, I don't know if that's fair or not, but yeah. Uh, next on my list, I have Final Fantasy 16 DLC, and I don't remember the names of. There was two, I believe. Um, it's a roguelike now. <laughs> yes, right. I was. I'm not here for it. I I'm kind of um, done with Final Fantasy 16, and I didn't enjoy the overall game. Um, this is, I do think, required. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for Final 16. Of course, not no spoilers. But there is a little tidbit of the game that is missing, and it's obvious the game almost makes it known that it's missing um so part of this dlc i think is required and we knew it was coming but i'm probably not going to partake yeah i don't know if i'm going to um i'll kind of paid yeah okay uh i might wait and see like if people are really liking it maybe i'll try it um i just love i loved my experience so i'm like happy Mm -hmm. how it ended and everything yep um, so, and this is like before they were very clear. This is before the final flight. It's not changing the story. It's just more context. Uh, so it's like, eh. but I think they have like the hard mode now. And I think that's like a really big, I think you specifically, Jeff would have enjoyed your experience more if they had that from the start. Oh, I agree. Um, but I believe they did. I, th- I thought they, they did had to beat some. the game before yeah, you could that's unlock. Right. Yeah, that's and right. And that was a big blunder on their part, um, which is disappointing. Yeah, because I think the combat's really. I I really enjoy the combat in the game. I think you have a lot of options. I think I like it's fluid, um, but yeah, I don't know. I we'll see. I'll, I'll see if it gets rated highly. I might check it out. All right, report back. I will. Um, before we talk about the last announcement, I, I have a couple of fillers here that I missed. Um, Windblown, mm-hmm. which is a multiplayer game where you play, is it all rabbits? I just have my... Ooh, it, I don't I, know if it's all rabbits. I just have gory so. rabbit folk because I know it, was the, it, it switched between like a cartoon style and then it switched to like a tunic style. So we mm-hmm. saw a lot of cutscenes of rabbit folk 
massacring enemies and then (laughs) it went to this tunic style and it was seemingly like multiplayer and you're kind of jumping around and dodging it looks like a fun multiplayer game um yeah we only saw a three player was that right? yeah yeah Yeah, it did have Mm -hmm. so interesting there yeah that was like a roguelite that's 100 percent right on my alley i don't know if it was a roguelite like well we saw them like dying and stuff you have to like assume yeah come back right yeah yeah i don't know yes that's true this seems like a fun weekend game with some friends to me. Yeah, if it's on Game Pass or something like that, that's like yeah, we'll play easy, it. Sure. Easy yeah. Um, I have Metaphor Fantasio, which is, in my opinion, a Persona game, but with a different title. Uh, this is an Xbox exclusive that they grabbed uh, by Atlas. Literally looks exactly like it's ripped from a Persona engine. I I want to play this personally. Is it going to be better than Persona, though? It's like Who knows? It could be a completely different story, but kind of with the I same. find that hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, hey, like I if it's good, it's good. If, if it whets your appetite until, mm-hmm. you know, 6 comes out. For, yeah, for me, it's like, I don't know. I'd rather get Persona 6. Or see, so per, I'm hoping yeah, it's if different. If Persona 6 existed. But I, it's wanted, like, I, I want a different experience, though, if it's going to be. Yeah. I, I don't want it to be like, oh, this is Persona Light, which is what I'm fair. afraid of, right? Yeah. To me, maybe that's just the style. I'm just being biased because of how it looks. But I think this was a an Xbox like, "Hey, look, we're doing something" kind of announcement. Um, we did see this because, at the showcase, the yeah. Xbox showcase. Yeah, we saw this, and we also during the announcements in the pre-show, we saw Persona Three Remake. So we did get a double dose of kind of Persona, but we didn't get Persona. Spoiler: We didn't get pers- a Persona Six announcement at the at the show, which I was bummed about. That was something I was really looking forward to, but. I think for the Persona fans that want more Persona gameplay, this is right up their alley. Yep. I'm really excited for the 3 remake. Oh, so Which am I. I know we knew about, but we I think we, this is the first time we got to actually see what, what it's looking like, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's Persona. But, like, nothing is, like, hey, you need to buy this Xbox. Like, this, no, is, no. this is your game. That's, it's kind of niche-ish. Like, Starfield right? was it. And then it's just they like, blew it. No, I mean, yeah. that's um, Starfield was their chance. Yeah, I, don't man. Know. I don't know what they do. Anyway, I uh, wonder what Todd Howard's cool. like thinking. Did you see him at the awards, man? Yeah, he was. He always looks like that, though. He could have won every single award and he'd still be stone faced. I just mean in general, like he goes to the office and he's like, he wasn't even like yeah, you clapping that. though for uh, when Larry and won or something. Yeah, maybe there was just like a picture, like a super out of context. Maybe, yeah, which is totally possible and prob- like he, probable. Uh, but you would have to know, right? You know, he's sitting like, there like you have to be embarrassed, right? Yeah, Starfield's I, like, up for best RPG, which no right, like they're literally just throwing them a bone so that they can say something. Yeah, right, and it's like has no business even being on that. I, and then you you get no awards. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then it, not with, even nominated with Elder for, Scrolls being yeah. so far off. Like, what do you do? Yeah, don't worry, you got a TV show coming out. I, uh, I think he retires. <laughs> He's really? done. I think I think you get Elder Scrolls Six because how old is he? Like, is he 50? getting fifties? Yeah, like uh, he's getting out there. He looks like, younger. I think he look. Yeah, I think he, he looks, looks good, and healthy. No, no, no. Right, but what I'm saying is like I'm sure he tired. has some money, but I'm also sure that it's like, dude, at some point you can't. Like this was supposed to be there. Like let's break out of just the Fallout, you know, Elder Scrolls, just they rotation. They can't and stuff. do it. They they 
did the same th- like it, it didn't break out it was like it we was, said a million yeah. it was a dated game yeah right like if this came out 10 years ago it would have been the craziest game ever well yeah. bethesda did make hi-fi rush right am i high uh, like, no it was the people that did evil within the those are the developers oh, that did that. Yeah. and he left mm. yeah which is what a 180 yeah <laughs> bethesda did redfall uh, I didn't want to go there. Bethesda yeah. I mean, we can in shambles. Oh, wait, is man. Bethesda the Redfall? Yeah, because uh, Arcane's uh, under them. Oh, wait, oh, it's published question. by Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which again, it's so weird to be like an Arcane's doing Blade, but I understand it's a different studio, but it's still under the name of the mm. thing of like that you're just, doing a vampire game yeah. <laughs> with yeah. the same developer. <laughs> they don't do they better. As well, do they better hit that out of the park because that's God. Anyway, yeah. The last game I have on our list before the last announcement is uh, kind of seeing Wukong again. Mm. You know, the uh, League of Legends ripoff. No, but <laughs> is is that a Souls like? Is that yeah. like yeah? That's man. I think it, it is. It looks a little really bit, cool. I think it is a little bit more actiony. I don't think it's a straight Souls personally. Like, From what like I've like seen, Sekiro type of thing. Mm, I I think that this game is going to have access- accessibility options. I think you're going to be able to play through this game. It's not going to be too difficult. If you want the difficulty there, scale it up to hard. I, that's what I think. I could, I, be, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. It looks stylish. Sensing souls. <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, it looks, yeah, it looks cool. I liked this better than the Berserk one. I thought mm. this was more interesting to me. Um, but I was confused because the other Wukong game came out this year. I wish and I remember what, they, what it was called. Totally it's, different. Yeah. Was it it's, something Fallen? I swear it was like... Was this game the Chinese studio that's doing this yes. one? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to... I mean, so. Which is see. insane that we're getting it. Well, Right. Yeah. Notorious <laughs> for like never coming out. Right? I, mean, I don't have an app. Never mind. Uh, uh, it should be interesting. Is this a star? I don't have this star, but that's this not. is Close? definitely a Jeff game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close to a star. Yeah. Quick uh, shout out to Stormgate 2. Oh, uh, not Stormgate. Also, I talk about hope it. it does well. I was saying this when we were watching the awards. RTSs need to make a comeback. It's such R- a RTSs are always well received. That's the thing. It's like Grey Goo, well received. Like the Starcraft stuff, well received. Um, the uh, oh, what was it? I um, it's like a castle thing. It's shoot. I can't think of it right now, but like Total War was well, yeah, Total War stuff, like um, Warhammer. But uh, I'm trying to think that like Enemy of the Gates. It's not that, but something like that. Okay, uh, they're all well received. It's just it's not. It's such a small, very niche. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and it's dude. It's such an important genre for gaming, though. Yeah, that I just wish it would make. I'm not an RTS guy myself. I'm not good <laughs> enough, um, but. Man, there's potential there, but maybe it's like someone needs to come in and like do something cool, like re-energize the the scene. I think it could do something it, different. It boils down to like it's a lot to keep. Like you're either good at your macro, or you're good at your micro, and and you can't. But StarCraft took over the world, man, and it was like it's an RTS. That's like an RTS RTS where it's it's not easy, but. You, I don't know. It's something you have to capture that magic somehow. I don't know how. Yeah, and then horse armor comes out and it's it just like more yeah, money. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I don't, I don't blame people for like 
shifting focus developmentally and stuff like that, which is why it's like, okay, hey, these are like StarCraft devs. I would love to know how many. I would love to know like the background there because people tend to, oh, these are from StarCraft. And it's like one dude. And he was, yeah. and he was like the environmentalist. Like oh yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot. So they use the <laughs> yeah. So it's like cool. Like I was a janitor for Blizzard. Uh, <laughs> so I, I want to see how that works, but yeah, I I will I would like to play that because I would like an accessible one of those that like ramps up and, and does a good job that actually has something where you like good leaderboards and stuff where you can play and like you could you could split the stuff where it's like one person focuses on resource gathering and stuff and and yeah. the you know infrastructure and the other person focuses on fighting. That'd be really cool. Yep. The last game that I have, one that we were kind of, I was probably the most excited for, uh, was Monster Hunter Wilds. Uh, this is going to be the newest installment of the modern Monster Hunter games. I thought the trailer was very poor. I don't think it um, captured much of what I hope this game to be. I thought it was very muddy. It's very brown. Uh, I was looking at it and it was, is this on Switch? Is this mobile? Is this? Right. It was like, is this, is like this a mobile gen? thing that they just pulled in like they did with the Switch? Yeah, I'm with you. A little bit confused by the overall trailer. Uh, it highlighted a ground and flying mount that I assume is going to be a large part of the game. But overall, I do buy into the modern Monster Hunter games. Dwayne and I have a fantastic time Playing them, Dwayne usually goes a little bit farther than I do with them. But, you know, this goes back to PlayStation 2 for me, getting the network adapter and playing, you know, some of my first online games. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hyped for it. I just thought the poor, the trailer was pretty poor. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not a Monster Hunter guy, but I was like, this is it. And then uh, I was watching someone else, like, um, talk about it. And he was pulling up the old trailer of the, their last game which was crazy world world yep. yeah monster hunter world where like there was all these big boss fights they were showing in the trailer it was epic and those were like actually in the game too like it was not misleading it was dead on uh and this one's like totally i don't know i i, I think that's a good point just very disappointing um this was their big announcement though they say this was the last uh last thing of the show before the the winner um which was interesting. I know the Monster Hunter is pretty popular, uh, which you were talking about. When yeah. We were so Japan probably plays two games. It plays Monster Hunter and it plays PUBG. <laughs> That's <laughs> China. That's China. Yeah. yeah. It, it plays Dragon Quest and it plays Monster Hunter. Those are probably the two games that Japan plays the most. This is Capcom, Capcom's biggest cash cow. It makes the most money off of the Monster yeah. Hunter franchise. Capcom is a huge developer, you know, developer of. Resident Evil, developer of Street Fighter. So for Monster Hunter to come out and make the most money over those titles, it's saying something. And I'm actually, now that I'm even talking about it, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, is this for mobile? Like, is this for the Switch? Like, I'm, no I'm actually, this is, this was for, announced for modern consoles. Like, it I'm not has losing my to mind. Be. You I, wouldn't yeah, end the show up. with a mobile game. I, I'm like kind of questioning myself right now. But scheduled for Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC in 2025. Wow. I, they need to, there needs to be another trailer. trailer. There needs to be another trailer. trailer. I, I mean, like even the screenshot, like the title card where they bring it in is just, here's mm. a desert. Yeah. It's like, you know, we don't even see any of the icon, iconic monsters. We don't see Diablo. We don't see um, Raz. We don't see, we just don't see any of the things that would get people hyped for a next gen monster hunter. I was hyped for the, the 
traversal. I like mm-hmm. the idea of that, but the problem is if you're putting that in the game to traverse because everything's so large and you have to do it that way because otherwise it's going to be like a boring running around thing, then that that could also be a boring. Yeah, World we'll was see. World was a lot about um, elevation, right? They wanted to incorporate a lot of elevation into Monster Hunter, which traditionally isn't there. This is going to sell gangbusters. We just they just need to show something a little bit more. Get people robust. excited, yeah. 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 Yep. That's, that's there the it show. Is. There is the show. Yeah. A lot of. Um, I feel like we missed a lot of anime. I was going to mention. Yeah. There yeah. was speaking of Japan, so much anime. Yeah. That's where the money is, bro. Yeah. Honkai Star Rail is printing <laughs> money right now. Yeah. Good for them. People love that. I'm really Genshin sad. Impact. Really sad we didn't see Vampire the Masquerade two. I'm really sad we didn't see Project Eve. Really sad we didn't see Ghost of Tsushima two. I'm really sad we didn't see Persona 6, but there's always yeah. next year. I wanted Gears. That was well, my Well, a lot yeah, of these, uh, you know, people, they they do their own shows now. So, like, a Microsoft might just... Microsoft announced their console. Their next-gen new console going up against the PlayStation 5 at the Game Awards. Yeah, no, I know. Like, that should be something, Oh, right? yeah, we didn't talk was about that. Was it the Game Awards or was it the, the E3 Keeley Awards e- or whatever? E3. But regardless, it yeah, wasn't like no, the Microsoft the show. Thing, same thing, was, right. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. Like, you have to think from their perspective, okay, we're going to have our own showcase. We need to save good stuff. I guess, but Microsoft went out and said, it's going to be big. And then it's like, okay, like, waiting. Game Game Awards. Like, Microsoft has Halo and yeah. Forza and Gears and... And Forza was not... in Halo. And <laughs> I heard Halo's actually in a pretty good spot right now. I'd be curious to go back and try. Yeah, I play Forge it. Forge is really sure. cool. They and just put Firefight out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be interested. Halo didn't do bad. But again, it was, it was like... Messy. It was It messy. was sloppy. Yeah. Like Microsoft, if nothing else, yeah. it sums it up where like they might c- kind of get there, but they're sloppy going it was in, just, man. You didn't have Forge mode. You didn't have uh, co-op campaign yep. when it comes out. It's like it's not done. The game's not done. Yep. That's I, frustrating. I don't know if Keeley like kind of, you know, messed with the messaging, but... Overall, if I am looking at the show, uh, Xbox, in terms of exclusivity, did have OD, the Kojima project. It yeah. had no rest for the wicked. It had Metaphor Fantasia, which is the Persona-like. And it had... No rest for the wicked, Metaphor... Oh, and Senua's Saga. Yeah. So it's not a bad showing. It I, wasn't highlighted. I think the thing that maybe... And maybe it's just a perception thing, but did Xbox have their logo on the screen? Did I just miss it completely? Like PlayStation, like when when it's a PlayStation trailer, that is a blue screen with the PlayStation logo, and that starts it. And you're just like, oh, okay. And the sound effect, right? Yeah. Even if it's not exclusive to them, they're showing it. It's theirs. Here's why you buy a PlayStation. Xbox needs a green, because I think black is too... Nebulous. You need a, a green freaking screen with the Xbox logo, and you hit them f- pound for pound. Yeah. Like yes, like all those are, are there, but like I couldn't like you just list them off. Right. I couldn't tell you. You know. So it's just like that's the kind of thing that that yeah. I think they need to do better at. Maybe. Yeah. And that's why I don't know if it was a like a, a Keely trying not to highlight 
exclusivity during the show and they're just trying to celebrate the games. I have absolutely yeah, no fair. clue. Because even the one, I think they only showed one PlayStation exclusive, and that was the the Ronin. Uh, Whichever one I was Rise like, come of on, the Ronin. Gears, and then the PlayStation yeah. logo pops up. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but even uh, that, like, I don't think that was super highlighted as a PlayStation exclusive. It, who knows? It could be any of those factors. But Xbox has the logo. They have the green. I think, to your point, they can do a little bit better job using it and getting people hyped for the console. I think Xbox does have a a little bit of a mixed messaging thing where it's like game game pass on game pass on PC, game pass on Xbox, you have Xbox PC. I'm just saying 10 years from now I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox was just Game Pass and we have Game Pass on PlayStation. We have Game it's Pass shaky. on Switch. Uh, it, I, that's my personal take. I I'm I'm worried about like cuz Last year, it was like, okay, Xbox, is it's an off year, but, like, man, they, they are setting themselves up for stuff. And then it's like, okay, well, like, they fumbled so many things this year. And then it's just like, okay, but, like, there still is a lot of good stuff. Like, a lot of things are, like, you haven't seen Gears, you haven't seen Halo. Like, they, there are some things that could, like, hear these tentpole, like, this is it. Yeah. They need a savior. It, yeah. They I need I, a savior, I man. don't know. Badly. I don't know what it is. Well, and I think you guys made it talked about this on a previous podcast but xbox within the microsoft business level is like five percent of their total business right uh, my, yeah at the end of, meanwhile uh, sony it's like sony it's closer yeah. to 50 to 60 percent of sony's overall business so there is a little bit of a buffer there where sometimes phil spencer probably doesn't even talk during their executive meetings you know what i mean they're like sure. they're, yeah. Yeah. It, it might yeah. just be like a one slider like this is where we're at <laughs> uh, you know what i mean here's yeah, how okay. we're mitigating the, the damage <laughs> go back to your closet yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I do think xbox like i i would love to know what or how they view their xbox product because it is such a small part of their income and you know gross yep. um you know windows and software is pretty much what's the thing is like you're not going to hear from bethesda for like right 2026 2027 like you know it's like it's just they're just gonna go dark and it's just like man like like what what do you do like what do you do to keep like putting things out there and i think they there are so many great games on game pass but it's not the spider-man gears like you can literally rattle off (laughs) the things that came out within the year where it's like horizon spider-man gears of war it's just like or uh God of War, and it's just like, what does Xbox have to compete with that? They don't. I don't I, know. Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, I, I and I do think Game Pass has a, a place in gaming, especially especially I was talking to a buddy and he was like, "Man, I really want to play Lies of P, but I don't want to spend like the sixty seventy dollars." Guess what? Showed up on Game Pass, paid nine ninety nine, got to play it. I'm like that's awesome. You got to play uh, Lies of P, phenomenal game. Both remnants. It. Both remnants. Hours and hours and hours and hours of content. And Hi-Fi Rush. I'm playing Hi-Fi Rush on Game Pass. And Call of Duty's coming. <laughs> I just don't know. I played Sea of Stars this year on Game Pass. Yeah. I wouldn't have checked it out if it wasn't on Game Pass, right. and I'm really glad it was. So uh, the identity of Xbox is confusing, confusing to me, and that's why I say I could see a future where Xbox is just xbox game pass similar to steam where, Gamefly. where you launch it on playstation like it's a sub it's a subscription on playstation you get yeah. access to right. you know i i hope not 
I, I hope think not either. The game world's better when Xbox is a top of its game. I, I don't. Agree. I don't know what the benefit of that would be because if they're not publishing their own games, like if they're not putting games out, then there is no need for them in the marketplace. Right. That's the thing that scares me. Yeah. Because if you have like Game Pass, so what? Right. Like I, I know like EA is already kind of that. doing it ish, mm-hmm. but like there's a so EA publishes those games. Right. So unless Microsoft right. focuses entirely on publishing things and that's just all they're doing, and you can only get Microsoft catalog on there. So like your Bethesda's and your Activision. Right. I it's a good point. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Okay. A lot of game award talk. Yep. Um but we have our own <laughs> I forgot that we had <laughs> why not a little bit more? We have our own game. We, we can keep up. it somewhat quick on this yeah, stuff. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, we'll fly through the categories, see what we want to cut, expand upon, getting ready for next week. Yep. So we're going to have our Couch Company Game Awards Season 2. Very, very excited. We had, we're going to have Jeff again. Um, I love having Jeff on. He comes with his notebook. <laughs> uh, great insights. Um, so, yeah. So we're going to be going over our categories then? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um, you got I the list. I should have Jeff. them on my yeah, list, but Jeff but already has Jeff it printed has, out, ready to go. He's ready to go. Did you want to? How do we want to structure this? Just, just go I can down. go bottom just, to top. Yeah, that's fine too. I, I mean, we're just flying through them. See, yep. see, like, okay, are we all happy? Like, do we do we want to keep this? Do we want to tweak mm-hmm. what what goes into it? If we're confused on what type of game we want to put in there, we can elaborate. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get started. I only had one tweak, but we'll get to it whenever we get to it. Okay. Um, starting off at the bottom, we're getting the best game that I bounced off of, or you personally bounced off of. So I'm assuming this is something that should be recognized for its achievement. However, it might not have hit home for you. I think hit home for me, ran out of time, didn't, All like, it, it was just like, hey, I, I, this is, I recognize this as being good. But like either it's not my type of because like I played more sim like between horror games and sim games this year like th- those are not my things. But I've done city builders. I think I've done three now that I'm like man these are crazy and they're awesome. But like I don't think I can like get into it. Yeah, I this isn't this is gonna be a tough category for me because like I said I usually finish games so I'll have to rack my brain and see if there's anything. But uh, I like it. I think. Um, especially for you guys that you try a lot of things, it's a good, uh, good nod to something. And I think it's worth noting too, like if you don't have something for a category, don't just be like, ah, I didn't have anything yeah. for this one. Like, yeah, not I might, deal. I might be blank on yeah. that. We'll have to see though. And it's before we continue with all the categories, we <clears throat> as a collective will be naming our personal top 10 games of the year. And then off of that, creating a couch company top five list. So in addition yep. to these categories, we're going to have like personals, and uh, a Couch Co. top five. So um, the next one is best game I suck at, yeah. which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. Sim games, lots of P. That is <laughs> like, a lot of games. This will be a funny games. one. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm good at every game, but I I do think I have something for this. I, it, I'm, I'm excited for that category. Um, we have best world design and or environment. This gets a little weird because it's like, are we trying to think of, and maybe maybe we just leave it broad because everyone's just bringing their own thing. It's not like we have to fight on like which one's best, but it could be just like, you know, is it, oh, that's a really good looking forest, Alan Wake versus like, 
holy cow, Hi-Fi Rush has this whole like realized world or Spider-Man's really good for Metropolis. So it's like, who's best in that area of, like it really hit you. Um, the and, and that's an environment. The alternative could be, uh, John, you mentioned universe, where it's like you just let, like when we say world or, what, what was the thing? It was world or environment? It says design or, or environment. Best world, world design, design or environment. Yeah. So that's very like kind of like visual, physical type of thing. It could yeah. be more, we could open it up to be like, oh, the cyberpunk universe, how they're representing it is really cool or mm. the way that they're representing um, like like Hi-Fi Rush or something like that could be kind of neat too. We could have a separate like best lore uh, something. That could be cool. Yeah. Band, you know what I mean? Because I think you can separate those off. Um, sure. I I interpreted this one as like design, you know, like it says the design of the world, the physical kind of not necessarily graphically, but like artistically. Um, okay. Like this is interesting, and that's how I'm taking it. Like this is this was an interesting world. This sure. was I, I liked being in this world. It was cool. Okay. Yeah. The next category, I am personally most excited to hear your guys's pick but it is game that keeps me up at night yes mm. yeah pretty self-explanatory i think it's a fun category yeah i kind of how, how do you interpret that uh i interpret it as i'm actually not going to bed and i'm playing this game okay mm. so part that's how i interpret it <laughs> which is, which is completely fine and that's actually good so maybe that's like we we shift to that and try to figure something out we were taking it as something along the lines of like you played the game and then mm. you like finish the game or whatever, but then you're just like you keep thinking about that game, or or you're laying in bed and you're just like, okay, I'm I'm still thinking about this game. Is this another one where we split? Where like maybe one of them is game I couldn't put down versus game that keeps me awake at night? Yeah, I don't want to like keep splitting and like having a ton of categories. So like sure. if, if we want to say like game I couldn't put down or game that just kept, yeah, like going, you said, we can, we can we just can, interpret it how we want. Come okay, yeah. yeah. I think that one that one's fine. All right. Now this one I actually have my own questions on, but it, the the category is best surprise. So I think that for, is for just everything. So like, hey, guess what? Hi-Fi Rush dropped and it's free and it's on Game Pass and and it's right now, and no one knew it was developed. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> stuff like that, uh, I think is really cool. Or I, I could see that. Or a surprise is like, I'll try something and surprised that I liked it or tried something and surprised I hated it or you know something mm -hmm. like that it's just like what caught you off guard this year okay yeah sorry John you can no no I agree with that uh, next we have best boomerang game so something you kept coming back to can't wait to hear if World of Warcraft or League of Legends hits you this time <laughs> this is tough for me because like I'm very I play a game and then finish it and that's it um, except for like League so, yeah. um, I gotta think. I gotta think about that. There might be something, but um, do we want to change this to what? What's your top game that you put the most hours into this year? Ooh, uh, we could. That would be easy for me. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be just like not league. Though I wouldn't count league in that. Like a new game that. Yeah, we're, we're talking about yes, games that like, yes. came, came out, out this, this year. year. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine, too. Yeah. Well, League would always win every year for me. <laughs> no, right. But I think that that's, that's so gross. That's so worth noting, right? Like, it's just like, okay, it's 2023. What's the game that you put the most time into? Oh, League Is of Legends. Most hours <laughs> slash ongoing game? Uh, yeah, best ongoing game, Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077. 
Uh, However you guys want to handle it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Worst game of the year. Yes. yes. Tyler was hesitant on this. I think it's important. I, I think it's important to recognize who is trash. I'm a softie. Yeah. I Usually it, I'm the softie. I want to be clear that it's not uh, worst developer of the year. Because no. every like making games is hard, and and yes. I, I don't want to be like, but like there are games that just were not good. Like they made like it was it was They're like broken. questionable choices yeah. and and different things like that. So if we want to corporify the worst game of the year, we can. But I think that's uh, I'm heartless. But in the f- same vein, we have most disappointing. So these very are, there is, there is a different yeah very there's different very, yeah. very very big difference here yeah. I think self-explanatory. Yeah. Okay. Best Game Pass game. Hashtag sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. I so I would like to I would like to open that for well, I can't do that because League of Legends is on Game Pass. So you're gonna <laughs> yes. just take that. Uh, yes. All right. So I guess we have to keep that to twenty twenty three. Yeah. Probably. That's fine. This next it one's, could it could oh. be like I don't know. I know where your thought process is going. The what? Like you know, other games have released on Game Pass that aren't from this year, but those are like big releases on Game Pass. Like you were mentioning, that's that's yeah, my thing. That's is like it comes that. to Game Pass in twenty twenty three. Can do that? Well, then yeah, okay. But League of Legends came. I'm not going to put League right? of Legends on there. Okay, I promise. Maybe in parentheses. Are we just discounting League, League for? Like, well, I won't do it for that one because like I was playing League before game. Like Game Pass yeah. has changed nothing for me for League of Legends. That's fair. Right? Well, maybe, maybe we do something like best game. That like we wouldn't have played otherwise, or something like that. Like your Sea of Stars, mm. your you know, like it's just like, oh, hey, this is something that yeah. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, because you had access to you were right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best ge- this one, I need you guys to help me with. Uh, mm. Best game to play while eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew. Again, a sponsored category. This was yeah. um, uh, a good one. <laughs> this was a category we had last year because uh, we didn't know where to put Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> And this is going to be hilarious because Call of Duty is not going to win this. So that's <laughs> it's, that's <laughs> wide open. It's wide open. Okay. okay. Interpret it how you'd like. We you could be very literal. So it could be like, all right, you're just you're eating Doritos and you're drinking Mountain Dew, and like that to me, that's like you're you're up all night. You're doing this. So it's it's I actually, similar. Thinking but, about that, I think yeah. I know what my vote's going to be. I, I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a jokey category. It, yeah. yeah. Best developer. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Best style, I think also makes sense, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and we're talking visuals. Yes. yes. And yeah, yeah. like Persona is a very good example of that. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Best multiplayer. Best yeah. U- UI <laughs> or worst UI. So what, what are we doing here? So I know I'm bitching about UIs more than I'm praising UIs. So yeah. I think we can pick one. Or oh, both. Okay. I'd love to. you to do both because I want to hear your perspective. Sure. And, and I, I already have both. I'm so. always hearing this UI sucks. Tyler, like, yeah. please give me a good UI. Like, like if which you want, UI if you want Call of Duty Modern Warfare to get a get a spot, I, on like a spot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna have one for this. I don't know enough, so we'll see. Best streamable game. And again, that's more in, on your end. Okay. Uh, yeah. Most anticipated game of 2024, which I think is actually a pretty cool category, especially based off of some of the announcements we got. And uh, it's definitely changed since 
like even a month ago. So. Yeah, and it helps that you're not relegated to five options. Right. Like it's like here, here's everything that we know of. Right. And then, now I would say, do we want to just say most anticipated game? Does it have to be 2024, or do you want to say like do you want to? Because I know some of this stuff was announced if for it's 2025. Announced, yeah, we can. We can do that. Or do we want to keep it to 2024 and yeah. try to keep it like yearly or yeah. Let's let's do twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's a good cool? point because next year, if we have the same category, it might be, be the same, same game, yeah. right? Yeah. Now let's keep it to twenty twenty four. I like that. Best gameplay or gameplay loop? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Best story? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> best moment or sequence or best feeling? So I'm assuming we have to keep this kind of spoiler free, but maybe list. <laughs> I like think it's impossible. Chapter three of this. Uh, so here's the thing All with right. this one. Oof. This is going to be a tough one. This is gonna be we, tough. I think we'll do what we did last year. Because I'm pretty sure we did this last year. Yeah. Where it's like, look, I'll put chapter markers in. I will I will do my due diligence. It's always a pain when it's like a three or four hour yeah. long episode. But we'll put the chapter markers in and we'll be like, look, spoiler warning, warning if you if you're going to get hit with this, like, okay, like jump to this or whatever. And I'll, I'll be as diligent as, as I can with that. Um, as far as spoilers for ourselves, it's going to be one of those, like, if you guys are never going to play this game, then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, here I, it, because there are a couple things where I need you to understand why this moment's cool. Cause if I just tell you the moment, it's gonna be like, okay, like fine. Yeah. But the build up and the like, yeah. dude, there, there are several that are, that are really cool. Can we maybe move this award to like the last award that yeah, we talk sure, about sure um that's just my, so that it makes it easier for the listeners they can yeah. hear our game of the year and then we. Move oh you're talking about after game of the uh, year yeah, yeah i personally okay. yeah that's fine it, it make it easier sure or even i know i think that's first, great because you can you can but then or the end of the show like uh, let's do it after like that's that's interesting to do it after game of the year because it's like hey the out of everything because like the games are cool this is all cool mm-hmm. but then at the very end it's like this is what got us the biggest smiles and hair on our arms standing up. And like, this is what we really, really yeah. loved about games in 2023. Yeah. I like that. This is my favorite category. Mine I have. Too. Yeah. This is a good one. T- I have like 10 moments. I have like a top 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be. Most innovative experience. And I kind of have a feeling I know who's going to win this, but um, maybe not. Most innovative experience. I think this is. This is like pushing the genre, creating a new genre. Like th- this yeah. is your like vampire survivors of last year. You know, there's <laughs> yeah. something like this just came out of nowhere and you're like, Unique. oh wow, this is this is good. Yeah, uh, we have a couple of John categories, maybe a little bit of Tyler categories. Best music and best sound design. So those are two separate ones. We have best music, best sound design. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, the, similar to game awards. Yeah. Yep. Best voice performance. So best VO. Got it. Best character. I love this category personally. Yeah. So it's, I it's wanted to distinct. separate them. Yeah, you were. Smart. We had a conversation. So how do you feel about that? Where it's like I feel like a performance can think, be, and and it, there's a lot of overlap, of course, right? Because they're voicing the character. But I think like you can have a very well written character, but another person maybe had a better performance. Absolutely. Or do you think it's the same thing? I think the voice performance can help to make a character, but I don't think a character really helps a voice perform- performance. So I think you can have a character that is your best character, but it might not be your best. You can recognize a voice actor for their outstanding performance. That's what I was thinking too. And then we have best game of the year. 
That's it. Game of the year, baby. Goaty. So we're going to, just to kind of recap to you, we're, we're all bringing in our winners for all the different categories. We're picking one winner. I, I put a little note in there. It's like, bring as many honorable matches as you want because we want to make sure everyone's shining here. Like, we want to make sure that like, everyone gets it through, but we'll fly through them. Um, and then, yeah, we, we'll all bring our top 10 games of the year so we kind of know where that stacks up. And then uh, out of those top 10s, we will do an ordered top five official couch coming game of the year. Yeah. Nice. Big episode. <laughs> I think that's next Saturday. Fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm okay. nervous, but should be good talk. You always get nervous. I you get, do I, great, man. These are, these are, hmm. it, it's a, it's a, there's a lot to think about, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, I would even say research, especially whenever you go um, into trying to pick your favorites of the year. There's a lot of recency bias. You kind of have to go back and even watch trailers. You have to watch, maybe even load up an old game. You have to kind of make notes of, oh yeah, I did play that or, or something like, I know that I I'm going to miss uh, fire emblem engage. And like, I just have to recognize that like, oh, and also resident evil four came out this year, even though it was at the beginning of the year and right. all that stuff. So yeah, it's a lot of, uh, you know, thinking, but agreed, good, but good thinking, fun exercises. Good. Yeah. Good, good thinking. I love some good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There it is. Any final thoughts before you wrap it up from anyone? Thanks for doing a, Almost five hours? Is it four hours? It was four hours? What was the other one? Did we ended two, two something. something? Yeah. Okay. So do, thanks for doing a four podcast with us, Jeff. Ah, flew by. The whole day. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, as always. Tell the people once again where they can find you at. Uh, thank you for having me. My name is What Killed Jeff. You can find me on Twitter at that title. And you can find me at Twitch over at mm, twitch.tv slash What Killed Jeff. Stream Monday through Friday, somewhere between the hours of 1 and 6 p.m. Uh, so that's why you have to drop the follow. You get two free emotes. You can use it anywhere on Twitch. And they're pretty cool ones, too. Uh, 100%. Sweet. I love tuning in during work, uh, <laughs> seeing what shenanigans are Jeff's getting up to. He's doing Hi-Fi Rush right now, which is doing kind of fun. Rush, and as John said, it's slow, slow, slow. It is hilarious. It is. Uh, I wish I clipped that. It was so <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, watching Jeff beat a boss is a magical experience. So uh, I definitely recommend it to all the listeners. Um, but for everyone still listening, as always, truly appreciate it making this far. A lot of discussion, but again, it's one of those times of year I love just talking about. There's so much potential in the air for announcements um, and just an awesome reflection on an incredible year in games. I mean, this we were talking about one of the strongest years we can remember. So I think uh, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be a really cool show. We, you know, put a lot of work in this year to make sure we're hitting as many games as we can and being thoughtful about um, just being prepared to discuss. Uh, and it was, we picked the right year to do it. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm really easy. excited. I think it's gonna be a great show. Um, check us out. Couchcompany.games. You can see our ratings on there. Um, Tyler redid the whole board there. It looks really nice. It has our emblems on it and uh, the numbers and our rating system and everything like that. Shout out to Tyler. And uh, we're going to be here. Same time, same place next week. Thanks for joining us on the couch.